welcome to UCLA Radio. This is The Deep End Theory with myself, Leslie Snipes, and The Lead. This is the podcast where we sit down with DJs and producers and you can learn more about your favorite artists and learn a little bit about the music industry. Today we're joined with Thomas Garcia from Understated Recordings. Thomas has played EDC multiple times throughout Orange County and now he's making his rounds around the LA scene. Thomas is here to talk about his journey through the music industry and his future. So welcome to the show. How's it going? Fantastic. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, great to be here today. Um, so you're from Understated. We've had the Understated guys on here a lot. Uh, you just released a single with um, Juliet Mendoza, actually. Um, so why don't you, you know, give a high-level summary to the listener about what that track's about? How did that sure. come about? Absolutely. So um, it was probably about a year ago or so. Uh, I, I don't even remember what DJ mix I was listening to, but I heard a Juliet Mendoza original track called My City, which is about Los Angeles. And I, um, you know, it was a kind of just a simple track with a cor simple chord progression and a great just monologue type vocal. And I fell in love with her voice and her style writing. And um, and yeah, you know, um, I, I, I approached her probably through Facebook or something. And I said, hey, I love I love this song. Uh, I'd like to work with you. And, and, you know, and she was enthusiastic about it. And it took a while to get it all to come together. But we uh, ended up finally meeting um, December of last year to record in my closet, actually, <laughs> which is where that vocal got done. And uh, we finished the track. And the instrumental itself, uh, my friend Hugh and I, we both went to Kelsey Long Beach together. We started that's the genesis of that song, of the beat and the chords, probably in like early 2016. So, so, oh, wow. so that song had been sitting like half finished on my hard drive for you know, a year and almost two years um, before Juliet even got on it. Yeah, so for the, the super dedicated listener out there, we actually played that, this UCLA radio broiler room um, about a year ago, and we opened, Bleed and I opened for that, and Juliet was the next DJ up, and that was the first I'd ever heard of her, but her set was awesome. Um, so it's kind of, it's weird seeing things come sort of full circle. Full circle, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then that, this single release also includes another track called Done at Work, um, which sort of has more of like an ambient kind of deep feel to it. Um, and then the third track off that single is the Von Gold Acid. Crazy remix. Yeah. That, Amazing. It's so good. It's very trippy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I remember when I, I listened to it in its entirety for the first time, I was like, I quit music. Like, this is so good. <laughs> Honestly, I really like the original, though. Juliet's voice is kind of like washed out a little bit in it, which and she did that in my city too, though. It's kind yeah. of like this more ambient take on exactly. Vocals. It's not like a pop vocal or something like, or like a vocal top line. It's kind of like an element, uh, like a poem set to music almost, you know. So we were, and that was all intentional for sure. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think you'll make another track with her? Is there? We yes. Uh, so we we've been talking about getting in, in the studio again. Uh, we're both very busy though, so it's just a matter of, of our of our um, uh, schedules kind of lining up at some point. But we we def we're definitely I'm definitely trying to get in the studio with her again uh, at some point this summer. But w with the way that releasing goes, uh, 
who knows, like that song might not even come out until maybe next year. Right. So, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, you were sitting on the chords for this track for... <laughs> for yeah, and then that song was finished in December, and it's now June, or July now, but the, the song came out in June, so, you know, uh, songs take a while to, you know, uh, make their way out into the world. I wanted to speak a little bit about how you came back to that song after, what, a couple years? Yeah. Um, did, did you end up restructuring it, or you just yes. kind of had to brush the cobwebs off and just roll with it? So I I have this like filing system in my own head of the ideas that I know could be good as if, if I knew how to like like it like a I basically knew that I had to achieve a new like like skill set level at producing in order to actually finish that song. Mm. So um, yeah, I mean in early 2016 I had just finished Icon Collective, which is the music production school in Los Angeles. Um, but I still wasn't um, like confident as a like to fit to to actually finish that song. So I filed it away and I just okay, it's missing something. I don't know what it is. And then when I heard my city, uh, I, I knew exactly what what the um, so what 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 that song needed, and it needed it needed the vocal, you know. So um, I basically uh, arranged the the track, which is basically linearly. I just plotted it out, and, and I, I plotted all the sections, and then it, then it's a cool. And I, now I just got to fill it in with the vocal. And um, I mean, again, it was a really long process, you know. Um, not all songs take two plus years to finish, but. That one in particular, that that was kind of the the uh, story of the song. Well, it's a great track, so it was worth spending that much yeah. time and effort in. Yeah, appreciate that, thank you. And so you went to Icon, yes. And did you, I guess, what triggered your decision to do that? Did you, you know, use yeah? Icon's a full time school, so you kind right. of right. So, um, kind of just to condense my story as as you know, I don't want to go over here but so I, I actually have a background in music a bit instrumental music like uh, I, I went uh, when I was in high school I was in, in marching band and jazz band and outside of, of school I, I played in like garage bands so I, I had a uh, you know a musical kind of childhood and uh, when I got to college Kelsey Long Beach I set it aside and I, you know I thought to myself I was I was probably gonna be done with 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 making music but I, I knew I wanted to be involved in music somehow so got my degree and then, you know, the pressures of having to find a job and stuff, I started working in, uh, in, uh, in finance. And I, I got really, really bored uh, really fast, you know. I got, so I got, I got that job in December, I'm sorry, in July of 2013. And by, 20, uh, by early 2014, I had already bought Ableton and was starting to, to uh, tinker around. So for almost a full year, I was tinkering around and, but I was only able to do it when, when I'd come home from work, you know, so, you know, maybe an hour a night or something like that, if that. And then at some point I just, I just realized like, this is really what I want to do. I have all these ideas in my head. I've always wanted to actually make this kind of music. Uh, so what's the like the quickest, I, I mean, at the time it was like, what's the quickest way there? You know, and uh, I had found out about, um, about Icon Collective through a mutual friend who went there early on. He was in the same class uh, or at the same time it was there at the same time that, that Jaws was and uh, Dylan Nathaniel and a couple of other guys. So um, I, I researched the school for like a day and then I was like, this is gonna happen, you know? Um, so I, uh, but believe it or not, um, I was actually uh, commuting from Orange County to Icon for half, for half of the time. 
until I, I decided like that the commute was just too brutal for, uh, from Orange County to, you know, up to Burbank and back up, you know, three days a week. <laughs> So yeah, um, I, 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 just, I, I was fortunate to you know, be living at my parents' house, so I saved enough money to just quit my job and live for six months um, and live up in Burbank and just do icon and music for a full six months until I ran out of money. And then I, I went back to my job, and, and, and uh, now we're here. <laughs> so, and are you still doing that same? Um, same industry, different company. Uh, my, my, my company right now, uh, I'm really fortunate to be able to actually work from home so it's very conducive to mm. to, to working on music um, the, the flip side of that is I you know because I work at home and I produce at home I never leave you know it's, I don't leave the house you know like I need to make an effort to you know it's like it's 5 p.m. and I'm still in my in my boxers and stuff and and I'm just like well, you know what am I doing with my life you know but I'm like the whole time I've been working and stuff is but but you know it doesn't feel like that no no <laughs> Yeah. So there's Icon where I'm guessing you got most of your technical skills from, but right. I'm sure you had a particular, uh, like a style before you went in? Good question, yeah. So Icon, what, what's fantastic about, about their program is they, it's foundational knowledge, like how to use Ableton, how to write chord progressions, how to, how to mix and all this stuff. But it's very, I don't want to say it's, you know, like you won't come out of there you know, like a super producer, you, you you have to then like merge your tastes and your inspiration and all that stuff, like what your particular, you know, style of music that, that you want to uh, make is and, and define it and then kind of just work on only making that style. So for me, I always knew I wanted to make house music, um, you know, ever, ever, you know, for, uh, you know, for years. How did you know that? Started with Daft Punk in 2007. Nice. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to catch them on that tour. Uh, seen that live show. Uh, completely sober, by the way. I was like, you know, I, I was like 18 at the time or something, and I was just, I was like, this is it, like dance music. Yeah, you know? I was. Uh, <laughs> I was 14 at the time, and I was begging my parents to let me go to Chicago from Kansas City to see them. Yeah, they said no. Uh, well, <laughs> but, uh, um, it's up on YouTube. It's up on YouTube actually. Of you oh, for yeah. actually seeing that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was so lucky. You know, um, it's it's so interesting because th that that show uh, changed a lot of people. Skrillex was w saw that tour and, and started started a Skrillex project not long not long after that. So many uh, other artists. Um, yeah. Kind of changed their style and got you know and, and after that EDM blew up in America so. Uh, that was like a a, catal a major catalyst for so many people. You were one of the chosen ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, see that. Yeah, I'm a bit of a late bloomer, though. You know, I, I didn't actually start doing this stuff until just a, you know just a couple of years ago. So I kind of wish I would have started way back then. But but it's you know it's all good. You're here now. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I'm sure that your uh, background in music beforehand, but the, the the drumming you said um, um, helped. Yeah, so I played a lot of in different instruments. Unfortunately, not the drums. Okay. I kind of wish I would have learned the drums, but uh, yeah, I played guitar, uh, trombone, and saxophone, like in jazz band uh, at, at at school. That kind of allowed me to do is, is just already have an ear for it. But what, what was intimidating to me, to you know, what was kind of holding me back from diving into producing for for a while was uh, just the. Uh, I was intimidated by, by the technology, by like, how do I get this idea out of my head into like a finished song? You know, how, how do I program all the drums and how to do all yeah. that stuff? And, and uh, yeah, so th uh, if, if I wouldn't have been as intimidated early on, I probably would have gotten started a lot earlier. Yeah, I mean, when, 
Vlad and I are starting to dabble with production, and yeah, the most intimidating thing is staring at that blank screen. For sure. Like, yeah, uh, I know what I want to do. Yeah, you you know what you want to do, but you don't you don't know all the little details of how to fill it in. And like, the, can I can I give you a, a, a absolutely? Hack? I'm sure yeah. many people listening are also. All right, interested. for sure. So early on, a lot of my early tracks, um, I basically straight dropped in other tracks I liked, and I tried my best to match like what was happening in that track. So I would basically like map out all the drums exactly how they were in in, in this reference track and huh. and basically like you know copying it. Then I w- once I had a skeleton of a track, I you, you just delete the other one um, and and then net now you have the the bones of a track. That then basically that, reverse engineer it. That's exactly right. Yeah. And um so early on, um, I, a lot of my, of my early work, it, it, it began that way. And, and then obviously I threw my own hook on there and, and maybe changed out the samples and did my own thing on there, but that's a great starting point um, if you don't already come in with an idea. Sometimes I just have an idea and, and I just know exactly what the song's gonna sound like and then I can just do it without a reference track. And I bet that teaches you so much about like arrangement and how tracks are organized. Yes, like. yes. Uh, it's, like, um, it's like muscle memory, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, if to anybody who's just starting out, I'd say just like get like 50 reference tracks, copy all of them, and to different styles of music even, you know, huh. and and uh, and then you would you're you're gonna come out of that of those 50, you know, uh, deconstructions like knowing how to how to how to write basically. And so, do you mainly use samples in your production, or uh, a little bit of everything? Um, uh, my my drums and all that. I, I'm I'm completely in the box, by the way. So I, I don't I don't use any outboard gear unless I'm collaborating with somebody who does have outboard gear. So yes, like my my drums are all one shot samples usually, and and then uh you know my my basses and all that and leads I'll, I'll usually um, use an actual synth or VST. Um, but yeah, I mean my my production is probably like eighty percent sample based. And what's your favorite well, synth? I mean. Oh, good question. So <laughs> UHE makes a great line of synths called Repro 1 and 5. These are like synths that like uh, reproduce like the sound of the 80s kind of stuff. Uh, like great uh, disco-y sounds and, uh, and great like, uh, I mean, when, when, when you start to jam around on it, it's like th- this is like a classic sound, you know? Um, I mean, I started off with, with Serum and Massive, which is more like what what contemporary dance music would would, would be would would be using. But I really like the like retro sound of, of Repro One and Five. So those are my go-to uh, instruments, at least at least right now. <laughs> the part where you said that you tend to reverse engineer a song, so that brings up an interesting point because that's how I figured I would learn production is to to go back and to try to deconstruct what a professional would do in in, uh, in their own songs and try to replicate it. But then right. uh, we had Spencer Brown last week right. on the show and he doesn't really, he tries to minimize his exposure to other music so it doesn't interfere with his creativity. Where's the, where's the line? Where do you want to replicate? But also where do you want to keep yourself uh, clean from other uh, interferences or influences. That, that's actually a fantastic point. Um, I would recommend the, the deconstruction and reverse engineering just to learn your tools mainly. 
to yeah. like learn how to like level out your sounds and like how loud your kick drum's supposed to be and and where the drums are supposed to land and all this stuff. Um, I'd recommend not starting all your songs by, um, uh, but you know, th- it's just enough to get you through that blank template thing. But a- mm. after you've you've been kind of used to recording your, your your ideas for a while, then you'll have the moments where where it's just pure inspiration. And you, and you just have an idea like oh this stupid vocal hook or oh like you know you're, you're jamming through synths and you find like the perfect sound and 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 the idea takes off. So um, the reverse engineering part of it is kind of just to learn the tools, you know, and and sometimes yeah. bust through writer's block, you know. Um, right. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. So. Yeah. And so when you say you match the track, you mean like you're actually basically remaster. I've oh, um, I, I'm talking. I actually meant like, as in, like mastering Ableton, like, like, like learning, ah, the, like okay. learning the actual tools of, okay. of, of how to, of how to produce. Uh, I wasn't talking about like, like mastering, like, actually, like yeah, yeah, like, like wow, mastering and finishing a song. Yeah, very detailed. Yeah, <laughs> reconstruction. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to get into your influences from your background, and so having, uh, so you're Mexican, right? Yeah. You bring Latin influences into your house production. Yeah, so um, I try to actually consciously like blend the different sounds of uh, of, of music I kind of I kind of grew up listening to uh, into my production. So w- with with the Latin kind of stuff, I really you know just the like percussive you know drums and all that stuff. I really like incorporating that in my music. Uh, I grew up uh, so my parents were the ones that got me into music, and and they they were you know in high school in the eighties. So. Um, I we, we we I grew up with like a bunch of vinyl and, and like like New Order records and Depeche Mode records and nice. Echo and the Bunnymen, you know, like all that '80s kind of synthy stuff. So um, I, I really lo- I like to. It's kind of why I like th- those VSTs, Repro One and Five, uh, because those sounds are like mm. the, are like the sounds of the '80s. So I, I really like um, and like disco even. You know, I, I love disco. So. So it's making a comeback. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. It's been it's been there on the periphery. Now it's you know. Yeah, it uh, seems to be. Yeah, like it, coming a little more central. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, I, I try to uh, really um, explore all my influences and try to uh, you know kind of use them as like as like I as like starting points for for my my tracks. And n- another thing that um, that. And another thing is like I don't like producing just once. I'm kind of ADD when it comes to producing. Like sometimes I'll make like tech house, another time deep house. Um, other times, kind of more like even songwritery, poppier stuff too. Like I really like, you know, like working with vocals and actually writing songs. So um, you know, maybe my actual style will eventually kind of consolidate into a more defined sound. But for now, I'm kind of having fun just like bouncing around and making like different types of house. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, record labels are taking your tracks with your experimentation, so I'd yeah, say you're doing yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, oh, we got got have a lot of rejections though, you know. So for every one of those, I've had like five rejections, you know. So and that's how success works. <laughs> yeah, no one yeah, ever talks about yeah, that. But. Yeah, a lot of persistence, man. And so going back to this influence idea, what genre do you think is the most influential in electronic music right now? And then. What genre do you think will be the most influential in, say, a year? So something? right now, it appears that tech house is is really really popping. You know, um, yeah, Toll Room and Desert Hearts are kind of yeah yeah that like party tech like Elro and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it, like you 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 you've got the tech house party brands in Vegas now. 
you know so um you got you know you like jamie jones has a residency black coffee mm -hmm. has a residency solomon has, has a residency so um the tech house is very very much right now i think probably the one of the biggest styles of like on the, on the more underground side you know um i would love to go to an lro party oh i know they're insane right? looks so lit absolutely insane yeah so lit for those of you that haven't seen it you got to check it out there's yeah. confetti everywhere they inflatables like crazy crazy costumes yeah, yeah they're not even costumes they're like these elevated things that people control like giant mannequins almost yes yeah. yeah looks super lit yeah for sure <laughs> and then how about in a year what genre in a year from now it, it looks like tech house right now is uh is, is definitely gonna be around for a while uh or at least in the limelight i mean you have the more like melodic stuff kind of springing up too, you know, um, kind of like like the more melodic tech tech house and techno, uh, the stuff that like the you know you, you'd probably hear at like 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 at a Solomon show, like more melodic, like w w whereas the the other stuff is more like party tech. This other stuff is more synthy, kind of more drawn out, and and also fantastic music. Um, that also I I see kind of growing pair like you know in parallel with 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 uh you know tech house in general yeah solomon's kind of more along like the progressive line of that whole yeah yeah um maybe yeah sasha and hot since 82 right yeah like a fit like if you go on b-port it's all under melodic techno like they, they you know it's not exactly progressive house uh, right you know but i mean has well, a little I, more influence right right yeah. you know, i mean i mean i call it it's to me it's progressive house but like they don't want to oh it's not but it's not progressive it's <laughs> melodic techno but, you know because we don't want to be associated with what right. people think progressive house is right yeah. now you know yeah, it's all kind of silly, but whatever. <laughs> it's a million different genres. I know. Yeah, yeah. genres, man. Um, and so, what's your favorite venue to play in? If you had to pick, um, my favorite venue uh, right now is still Focus in Orange County, only because that's the first club I went to shortly after I started raving, like in probably like 2009 or 10. That uh, was like, I, I discovered actual house music there. You know. Um, so, so like going to my early shows there and seeing like Gene Ferris or Mark Farina or Doc Martin, seeing those guys mm -hmm. and hearing that kind of stuff, I, I mean, it's, and it's and uh, and for a long time it, it was in this low key venue called uh, Top House in Orange County on a Tuesday night, so it was not like a large nightclub, hmm. you know. Um, but but it was like full of actual fans of house music, you know. And, um, now that, that they're in, in a new location and it's probably double or triple the size, but I still love playing that 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 venue or that is, club. Is that where they do the Taco Tuesdays, the tapas split? So yeah, um, there's some Taco Tuesdays. Taco. So Space, Space Taco is, is 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 a party out in Pomona. Uh, they they they're they're a great group of guys. They started I think two years ago. Um, but Focus has been around for like thirteen. Okay. I think 13 or 14 years at okay. this point. Yeah. But th it's also a Tuesday night, and they do have tacos. So, yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it is a Taco yeah. Tuesday, but not Space. Yeah, but not Space Taco Tuesday. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, is that time of our discussion where we go into the 30-second rapid fire? Um, uh, I was I'll start the this. clock oh. off. <laughs> and, uh, Mark, you could fire off the questions. Sure. Cool. Ready when so you, you just say the first thing that comes to mind. Don't think. Just answer. Uh oh. Okay. So like, All right. it's okay. You can say whatever you want. People. Yeah. All right. What is your favorite track from childhood? Uh, the Helter Skelter, the Beatles. Is a hot dog a sandwich or not? No, definitely not. First album you bought? Um, now that's what I call music, Volume Four. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> bought it at Costco. <laughs> Record box tractor, Serato. <laughs> Uh, record box. 
Biggest inspiration? Uh, the Beatles. Best remix of one of your tracks? Uh, Von Gold. <laughs> nice. Is that it? Nice. Or can I get one more in? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Do uh, one more, yeah. Will Smith or Denzel Washington? Will Smith. There you go. <laughs> oh, do you work? I, I love Denzel too, but Will Smith, man. Love that guy. Fresh Prince. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that's probably his All best right. work. But man. <laughs> This is part where we go into the the guest mix now. Uh, For sure, Thomas is gonna jump on the decks. But before you do, um, what's w- something you'd like to leave the fans with? Yeah, you know, um, I, I guess just the. I know it sounds cliche, but the whole thing of following your passion, like that, that's so important to do. And and you know, sometimes it's not. It's not even like oh, I, I know, and definitively what my passion is. It's just more like pursue your interests and explore them. You know, um, and 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 just see how far you could take it. You know, I mean, for me, like like, I I, I got like a real banking job first before I I I, I would jump back into producing. You know, it, it is it's just because I was so interested in it. You know, so um, that's kind of my my thing I like to kind of part with is just like really pay attention to what your interests are, and just follow them, pursue the shit out of them. <laughs> Some inspirational stuff. Cool, man. Well I dig it. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for a mix from Should've none other than the man himself. Thomas, take it away.
sensible.
Right, this one here is for all my sick house heads. 